The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, You have heard that it was said, An eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Offer no resistance to one who is evil. When someone strikes you on your right cheek, turn the other one as well. If anyone wants to go to law with you over your tunic, hand over your cloak as well. Should anyone press you into service for one mile, go for two miles. Give to the one who asks of you, and do not turn your back to one who wants to borrow. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your heavenly Father. For he makes the sun rise on the bad and the good, and causes rain to fall on the just and the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what recompense will you have? Do not the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet your brothers only, what is unusual about that? Do not the pagans do the same? So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. The Gospel of the Lord. Is your internal spiritual clock working? Has the question surfaced in prayer? When does Lent begin? When the question comes to the surface, the first thing it does is ask another question. What are you going to do this Lent? This is what makes our Catholic faith forever provoking and encouraging change. We are either growing closer to God or we are drifting away. There is no in between. Lent comes at a cost. We know well what the cost was for Jesus. What will this Lent cost you and us as a community of believers? What will be our sacrificial offering to Jesus and his church? Let's do a quick review. The Beatitudes were given to us about a month ago. They are not to be lost on you, but hold a place of honor in your hearts. The salt and the light were given to us after that. Is my faith growing in potency? Is there light that shines for others to see by the way I live my life? Then we heard we shall not kill, we shall not commit adultery, we shall not take a false oath. These shall nots speak into our way of seeing and acting in the world. We turn them into I shall work on a pure heart today. I shall love my neighbor I struggle with. I shall always speak the truth. All this is good Lenten preparation material. If we stay close to sacred scripture, we will have everything we need. On Friday, we heard these words from our Lord himself. But whoever loses his life for my sake and that of the gospel will save it. May this be one of our Lenten resolutions, daily reading of the gospel and spending time in prayer. 
Speak to the whole Israelite community and tell them, Be holy, for I, the Lord, your God, am holy. It goes without saying, but good to hear it from your pastor. These readings are for all of us. The book of Leviticus is being addressed to everyone in this church today. And we all have a duty to sort out what God is saying to me. The Old Testament is a foreshadowing of Jesus. Whether you be young or old, newcomer or old-timer, here is the question. What does it mean to be holy? Surely it does not mean how many prayers I pray in a day. Surely not even all the good I try to do for others. And it even does not mean how close I am to the sacraments and the church. Holy means W-H-O-L-L-Y. Holy. Everything. It's not, we can't piecemeal it. It's everything or nothing. And we get into trouble when it's just one thing. Walking as if we know nothing but having everything. Never making myself out to be better than others. Just wanting to help, to give, to say sorry. In the end, being holy, W-H-O-L-L-Y, holy, means being more like Jesus How was that going for you? How did you do this week? Pause. How did you do this week? And now the readings will guide us to reflect on the temple in which I live, my body. It too needs to be holy because I am spirit, soul, and body. I am one, not divided. Let's continue. If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For the temple of God, which you are, is holy. You may not bear hatred for your brother. Do not incur sin because of him. Cherish no grudge against any of your people. These are basic rules of good living. But today, we need to add a few other factors that affect our temple. We are made in God's image and likeness. And the way I am, male or female, means a lot to God. Because he made you. Every one of us, or every one, every one of the trillion cells... Inside my body is a male cell, if I am a boy, and a female cell, if I am a girl. We can't change who we are made to be. Our sexuality, too, is a gift from God. And if we tamper with it, we can destroy ourselves. We now know much more about the human body and how I came into the world The life inside our mothers is sacred, holy unto the Lord. Everything we can do in our society to protect the preborn is fundamental for our society. 
Take this away, and well, what we see all around us is a consequence of no longer seeing the human being as sacred. It's little wonder we don't take care of the environment, given we disregard our very selves. We are all aware of the confusion surrounding us with gender euphoria. What is God asking of us? People are crying out in a desert of pain. Let's not be a barrier to the Holy Spirit, but rather the tender hand of a father or mother that is willing to go into a raging fire to rescue their child. Let's see now what Jesus has to say that will challenge us to be more like him this Lent. So be perfect, just as your heavenly Father is perfect. St. Paul gives us a clue into how to understand this final statement of our Lord. He says, Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you considers himself wise in this age, let him become a fool to become wise. Inside of us resides the fullness of truth. We all endeavor to live this fullness imperfectly. Nevertheless, the potential of truth is living and moving inside of me all the time. I am different and people notice this. And when they are exposed to it, They begin to desire it precisely because it's truth, and what they are living is a lie. We are bearers of truth, and we are also beggars. But we are bearers of truth, and though you think it's being snuffed out by our secular culture, it is not. Overwhelmingly, I see victories everywhere. And may we never forget the outrageous sacrifice that many make every day in this world in the name of Jesus. Look at the saints that surround this church. I was privileged to know someone who loved the Lord and our blessed mother. He was from Ireland. He came to the U.S. and became a priest in Los Angeles where I met him. I remember well the day that I met him. He taught me how to walk the streets with the poor. Then he became an auxiliary bishop in the same city. Two nights ago, he was murdered. We're not quite sure how it all happened. They're still investigating all of that. We entrust Bishop David to God. And all the people in Los Angeles in this moment of great pain. To conclude, St. Augustine the Hippo says, writes, The entire life of a good Christian is in fact an exercise of desire, of holy desire. You do not yet see what you long for. But the very act of desiring prepares you so that when he comes, you may see 
and be utterly satisfied. I have no doubt that Bishop David is utterly satisfied now that his great desire of the Lord has come to him. My brothers and sisters, we look forward to celebrating at Easter the life-giving mysteries of our Lord's suffering, death, and resurrection. As we journey together to the Easter sacraments, these catechumens will look to us for an example of Christian renewal. Let us pray to the Lord for, their, for them and for themselves and for ourselves that they may be renewed by one another's efforts and together come to share the joys of Easter. That these catechumens may be freed from selfishness and learn to put others first. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, that their godparents may be living examples of the gospel, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that their teachers may always convey to them the beauty of God's word, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that these catechumens may share with others the joy they have found in their relationship with Jesus, let us pray to the Lord. That our community during the coming Lenten season may grow in charity and be constant in prayer. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Let us just all remember in this moment too, everybody in Los Angeles, as they uh, journey through this difficult time. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Father of love and power. It is your will to establish everything in Christ and to draw us into his all-embracing love. Guide these catechumens in the days and weeks ahead. Strengthen them in their vocation. Build them into the community of your Son and seal them with the spirit of your promise. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, yes, uh, to, to all of to you and to those who are not able to make it today, we really do offer you our prayers. We are going to join you in those prayers as we journey through Lent and gather here for the Easter Vigil and celebrate that really amazing moment in your lives. Although you cannot yet participate fully in the Lord's Eucharist, stay with us as a sign of, your, of our hope that all God's children will eat and drink with the Lord and work with His Spirit to recreate the face of the earth. Thanks, Thanks be, to, be God. to God.